Life is a series of losses. I've come to realize that more and more as the years have gone by. Of course, life can also be looked at as a series of gains. That's a subject for another homily. I ask you to think for a moment this afternoon about some of the things that you lose during the course of your earthly life. As time goes on, you eventually lose your physical health. I know a little something about that, especially in recent years. You lose your youthful energy, lose your hair, some of us more than others, of course. Sooner or later, you lose your job, either through a layoff or a firing, or even just through retirement. You lose your friends and family members because they die. You lose your 20-20 vision. You lose some or all of your teeth. You lose your mental sharpness. Losses are part of the fabric of this life, which is why it's so important, my brothers and sisters, that we learn how to deal with them effectively. If we learn to deal effectively with our losses, we can actually have a measure of peace and happiness on this earth, in spite of their presence in our lives. However, if we fail to deal with them effectively, those very same losses can easily overwhelm us and even drive us to despair. So there's a lot at stake here. In this regard, the apostles of Jesus Christ definitely have something to teach us. Today, we celebrate the feast of our Lord's Ascension. But quite frankly, I don't think that the apostles felt like celebrating anything on the very first Ascension Thursday. I say that because on that day they experienced the greatest, toughest loss of their lives. The loss of the physical presence, the carnal presence of Jesus. For three years these men had relied on the Lord's wisdom, on his power, on his guidance, in a very direct way. He was with them, right there in the flesh. They related to him as we relate to the people we have personal contact with each and every day. But all of that came to an abrupt end when Jesus ascended to heaven 40 days after his resurrection. And yes, it's true, he had promised to send them the Holy Spirit, but I don't think that meant much to them at the time because they probably weren't too sure who the Holy Spirit was. So what did they do? How did they cope with this situation? Well, if you read the scriptures carefully, you see that they did two things in response to their physical loss of Jesus. They looked up, and they looked out. The Bible makes it clear that for the nine days between the ascension of Jesus and the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the apostles met together in the upper room to pray. It says that specifically. In other words, they looked up to the Heavenly Father, for the help they needed, for the strength they needed. And in the process, as most of us know, they ended up making what amounted to the very first novena. And at the same time, they also looked out. They looked out to one another, and to Mary, our Blessed Mother, who was with them in the upper room at the time. They gathered as a group not only to pray, but also to console one another, to encourage one another, to build up one another. 
Based on my experience now of being a priest for 35 plus years, I would say that the people who deal most effectively, most successfully with their losses in this life, are those who do what these apostles did. They're the people who make the effort to look up and to look out every day. They're the people, first of all, who have an active prayer life, who take prayer seriously, who try to pray each and every day from their hearts, not just with a lot of words. That is to say, they look up to the Heavenly Father often, look up to the Lord often. And they're the people who don't make the mistake of trying to live their lives as what I would call Lone Ranger Christians. Quite oppositely, they consistently look out to others. These are people who do not allow themselves to become isolated. It's bad news when it happens. These are people who are humble enough to admit that they need the support of their brothers and sisters in Christ to deal with their difficulties, with their trials, their losses. And they're people who are smart enough to reach out and actively seek that support from their brothers and sisters. If we are not coping very well with our own personal losses at the present time, chances are we are falling short in one of these two areas. Either we are not looking up or we're not looking out as we should be. If the example of these apostles motivate us to change that so that in the midst of our losses we will be able to gain at least a measure of peace and happiness peace and happiness that we all long for in our hearts, and that God in his love and mercy wants to give us.